Welcome to another episode of the Biohacker Blondie podcast, where we talk all things health, wellness, longevity, and of course, biohacking. Today's episode will take you on an eye-opening journey with Seth Jones, who has developed a company to prevent a silent toxic invader in your home, mold. Did you know that according to studies, mold can be found in about 70% of homes in the United States? While mold spores are a natural part of the environment, when they find the right conditions inside our homes, think damp bathrooms, leaky windows, or just high humidity, they can multiply quickly, creating colonies that not only damage our property, but can also pose serious health risks. Mycotoxins, a byproduct of mold, can cause devastating chronic inflammation, leading to autoimmune disease and a multitude of health issues, which we get into. The statistics are startling. The Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, flags indoor mold as a significant health hazard, and research links mold exposure to respiratory issues, allergies, and even more severe health conditions, especially in those with weakened immune systems. And it's not just older homes. Modern, energy-efficient homes often seal in moisture, creating the perfect breeding ground for these unwanted guests. Seth Jones, a mold eradication expert, dives into the nitty-gritty of mold problems in American homes. He'll provide insight into how we can spot mold, stop it in its tracks, and prevent it from taking over our lives and our health with his amazing company, Superstratum. We even get into his personal battle against mold, his symptoms, and ways to detox and get rid rid of mold within the body. So whether you're a homeowner, a renter, or even someone who has chronic health issues and cannot figure out the root cause, this episode is for you. Stay tuned as we explore the silent epidemic of mold and learn how to reclaim your home with his pervasive invader. So now let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Biohacker Blondie podcast. I'm so excited for this one because we're going to get all into mold, which I'm very passionate about. I've had mold toxicity, and so I am so excited to have Seth Jones, who knows everything about mold and has a company, Super Stratum. Super Stratum. That's it. <laughs> that basically protects buildings from mold, um, treats buildings, makes sure mold does not come back. So, and we just met last weekend <laughs> at a biohacking safari yeah. uh, extravaganza. Extravaganza, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. And you gave a speech on mold, and I was just like, please let me interview you because mold is such an issue for so many people, and they don't even know. And it could be lurking in their house and causing so many health issues. And I've had friends that have discovered that they've had mold toxicity and they try to do everything. And then finally that was the last test and then they're able to heal. So until we get this out, until you get out of your house, I've even heard it's in your washing machine or places you don't even think of behind your fridge or whatever. Um, you won't really be able to heal. So I don't know where you want to start, but how did you even get into this business of mold? (laughs) Did you have mold toxicity? Well, I did, but I didn't know it, you know, and, and that Mm -hmm. I think is the story for a lot of people. I was, um, 
I was about three years into building the company before I realized myself that I had had uh, not just mold exposure, and we'll talk about this, but a mycotoxin exposure. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, mold mold sickness or mycotoxin poisoning, um, it can show itself in kind of a myriad of ways. And it's very hard sometimes to connect what seem like random symptoms or things that you've dealt with your whole life, you know, that have just become normalized in your health to these sorts of toxin issues. And that was, you know, the case for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until uh, actually the kind of the startup house that we built the company in um, turned out to be one of the most toxic buildings that I've come across. And there were a number of people who lived in that house and they all kind of on separate journeys and unbeknownst to each of us, um, went through everything from severe depression and anxiety to chronic illnesses and autoimmune issues, you know, to substance addictions, you know, to begin to medicate from the, um, from the nervous system disruption that happens, um, all the way to more serious um, psychosis and dissociative um, episodes, and you know some of the more severe mental health things that come along with that. And you, you saw, you've seen all of this with people that you've come into. I find. have seen, I have seen things that most doctors have only read about in the books. Um, the you can name an autoimmune disease, you can name a mental health issue or a neurodegenerative condition. And we've seen it. And there are studies linking these toxins that the mold creates because that's the, the key. You know, we mold is the living organism that grows in our house and we see it everywhere. It grows, like you said, in the grout lines. And, and then in more severe cases, oh, when we get a flood, it grows behind the walls, right? Mm-hmm. Or it grows Which in the crawl space. A happens lot. all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. And most people know about mold. They have some awareness that it can make you sick. They know mold grows. And then some people know that mold even has spores, right? And those are the seeds that get spread through the wind and that are in our house. And once moisture gets into our homes, mold begins to grow. But what a lot of people don't understand is that mold, mold, the, the fungi kingdom is the oldest kingdom. You know, it, you can take that a lot of ways, but it was here you know, before we were. And so its ability to live and survive and defend itself is unmatched. Mm-hmm. And the way that it does that is by releasing a toxin. It has a chemical toxin that not all molds generate, um, but the ones most commonly found in our buildings do. Uh, this toxin is called a mycotoxin. It's a biotoxin that the mold generates. It's a very sticky type of substance. Um, it gets on the surfaces. It gets into the air. Um, and this has become the problem in our buildings. But that chemical, the mold is releasing to fight its main enemy in its environment, which is bacteria. Hmm. Bacteria, dust mites, other types of molds. So these toxins, they spread them out and they fight. Well, what has happened is that in the 1970s, you know, we went through a couple of energy crises. And those changed fundamentally the way we built our buildings. Mm -hmm. From that point on, through the 80s and especially into the 90s, we started building what are called energy-efficient buildings, Mm -hmm. right? And you'll see this as buildings get built. They wrap those buildings in plastic. They trap that air in. And the U.S. is the only country that builds with wood. (laughs) So oftentimes... You see a builder and they bring the trusses or the wood yes. and it sits on the job site. It sits in the rain. Yeah. The wood's inoculated before the house is even built. 
So you build that house, then you wrap it and you seal it up, and you put adhesives and, and cellulose materials, all the same types of materials that mold eats, like a, like a Petri dish, right? <laughs> so before you even move into that building, you have an airtight envelope full of all of mold's food with the spores that are there, and it takes about six months even for the moisture and all the paints and the caulks and coatings to even evaporate out of the building. So you're already moving to a building that's primed for that problem. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you get a leak behind your wall, as soon as your condensate pan drips, you know, backs up on your HVAC system, right? As soon as that humidity, and if a builder makes any mistake, right, then they can increase the chances of that water damage. And once that water happens, the mold begins to grow, and now it begins to fight in its environment. It releases those toxins, and now they're trapped in that building. So your HVAC system, which is the lungs of your home, suck all those spores and toxins up and spread them around the house. And people live in these environments. Up the, the government says, the Energy Administration says, almost 50% of all of the buildings in the United States have ongoing water damage issues. Yeah. And those are the conditions that generate these toxins. So all of us are being exposed to these toxins. We're being exposed to these poisonous chemicals that mold is releasing, and we don't know it. And we buy things like air purifiers and chemicals, but a chemical won't kill another chemical, right? It'll kill mold, but it won't kill the chemical. And so you can remove the mold, but that chemical will stay for years in that building. And your air filter can filter out down to about 0.3 microns if you have the most expensive HEPA filter, but it can't filter out a tenth of a micron size chemical. Mm. So once these toxins get into your home, it's very, very difficult to get them out. And you can call mold remediators and you can clean that house. But you, when you talk to people who are sensitized, they'll all tell you the same things. They walk into a building and they immediately know whether those chemicals are in the building because their immune system flares. They get an in inflammatory response in their body. And unfortunately, that is the condition that millions and millions and millions of people are living with today. Some very, very severe who have found out that problem, they understand it, but it's very difficult to solve in a building. We've solved that problem. But many people, the majority of people who are suffering from these chronic illnesses have no idea what's causing it. I know. And then they'll go to the doctor and they just keep going right. and going and trying to figure out. Going. I had a friend who, I mean, they thought it was maybe her colon. She did everything. Like she couldn't detox her lymph nodes. Yep. And then they were like, put her on all different medications for like a year yeah. and just was, I mean, her levels were so bad and just destroyed her body. And then now she's kind of on the remediation, but it's just, I, when I even got tested, I didn't know I had such high levels of mold toxicity. Yeah. I went in for gut issues yeah. and then my functional medicine, uh, practitioner was like, well, let's just test for these heavy metals, you know, came back way off the chart. So I did yeah. a whole protocol of everything, um, which we'll, we'll get into the health issues, but maybe we should stay on the building department because my apartment, I just can't get away from mold, I guess. <laughs> Coming from San Francisco yeah. as well, there's probably a lot of mold in San Francisco. There's old buildings. They're all wood. That makes a good point that most countries are not using wood. Which, and of course, yes, with the JIT board, I don't, I think stucco does not hold mold, right? And so now that we're using, um, is it shotcrete or not shotcrete? Uh, I call it JIT board, but basically that absorbs yep. the mold. Well, 
Kind of. It doesn't help, like, yeah. like It, 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 it can, right? It, cement, I mean, mold can grow on cementitious surfaces, right? And, and honestly, it's, it's not that you can't keep a stick-built building free of mold, yeah. right? But it, it's really about the way that building is built. It's insulated now because we wanted to keep the air, the cold, exactly. and the heat in with yeah. our air conditioning and our heating. And now it's causing, like, it's just keeping everything in exactly. and not letting air flow through the building. And if you if you look at the the rise in these buildings, right, through the 90s, through the 80s and the 90s, and you look at the rise of chronic health conditions, that correlation, the explosion in Lyme disease, right, the explosion, chronic fatigue syndrome didn't even show up until the 90s. One study showed that 93% of all chronic fatigue patients have at least one mycotoxin in their system. Yeah. Chronic fatigue syndrome is mycotoxin it's poisoning. Huge. It's huge. I mean, my, my fatigue was so bad yep. before I started to detox. Yep. Like I, and you start to normalize these things. Exactly. Like that's why I tell people like your fatigue, you being tired, you know, you, that's not normal, Yes. but I normalized all my health issues, which you just kind of like deal with daily. Me too. Let me just chug a bunch of coffee. Yep. Like, exactly. let me just like, yep. You take the things and, and that's really how the sickness develops, right? Yeah. The, the, the toxin exposure is the first domino that falls, right? It's the first thing that comes into your life that gets into your body and starts this long chain, which we'll talk about, you know, where that deteriorates into all these conditions. And then the sickness gets into your mind. Mm -hmm. These toxins are neurotoxic. They cross the blood brain barrier. Mm -hmm. They get into the brain and they take out the glial support cells. And without those cells, the myelin sheath around our neurons begins to degrade. This is the root cause of autism. This is the root cause of MS and Alzheimer's and all the neurodegenerative conditions. We see this on a constant basis in our customers. Now you think about that for a second. You say, well, okay, this explosion in Alzheimer's, explosion in MS, all these diseases, they, they just showed up. In the elderly, is it a coincidence that as we get older, we spend more time in our buildings, right? We can't clean our houses as much. It's not. When I get a call from a customer and they say, oh, my, my parents, they both developed MS. It must be genetic. Or it could be that their basement flooded five years ago and they didn't get it remediated and they were living in the same environment. Now, genetics is a big part of this and it's, it's one of the key things for people to understand because oftentimes, and this is what makes it so difficult to pin down, yeah. is one person can be in that building that's poisoning them and be fine mm -hmm. because they have good methylation, their body mm -hmm. can get rid of those toxins, maybe they're spending more time outside, but let's say the wife stays home and let's say she has one of about four genetic markers, mm -hmm. the most prevalent being the MTHFR mutation, which you probably know about. Mm -hmm. These markers mean that their bodies can't methylate properly. They can't remove those toxins. They can't detox. Exactly. Yeah, they as, can't as detox. As well as other people. Right. Yeah. So as that bucket fills up, now they overflow and they're sick and oftentimes dying while other people in the house are fine. Mm -hmm. So it becomes very confusing and disorienting for that person because they have no way of, of connecting their own symptoms to that building. And then you have the people around you who generally care and don't want that person to be sick, but they start to, they're confused and that confusion turns into agitation and then frustration. And the next thing they know, they're telling them they're crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And these people aren't crazy. And like you said, just because you go to a doctor, Western doctors don't know about this. They don't test for it's it. Crazy. Like, they treat the symptoms. Yeah. So they been, begin prescribing drugs, antibiotics. What do you think? What do you think that we use to kill bacteria in our own body? 
mycotoxins. Yeah. Penicillin. Yeah. yeah. Comes from a Much, fungus, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So oftentimes, the things that the doctors are prescribing are the very things that are suppressing the immune system even more and increasing the sickness, increasing the symptoms. Now let's take a quick pause to talk about one of my favorite supplements I use daily, collagen from Equip Foods. Get the benefits of a complete collagen from a powdered blend that contains 15 grams of grass-fed collagen peptides without any of those unhealthy additives or artificial ingredients found in most products. Complete collagen unflavored contains only one ingredient, grass-fed bovine collagen peptides. It's the easiest way to support healthy joints and tissues and support recovery after an injury. Collagen helps your body recover after a tough workout, improves the health of the joints, gut lining, connective tissues, and even the skin. I just put a scoop in my coffee every morning and I even add it to my almond milk when I want it to be extra frothy for my cappuccinos. Equip Foods was so kind enough to give my listeners 20% off any of their products with the code BiohackerBlondie20. So go check out all their amazing products out on their website, equipfoods.com. And I will link their website and discount code in the show notes. So now let's dive back into this amazing episode with Seth Jones, all about mold. It's so crazy. It's just, yeah, it's, it's very frustrating. And this is, you know, I listened to an a few mold podcasts and how common is even in kids where people don't realize like they'll discover that, Oh, there was mold, you know, where the kid was sleeping or, and then this caused horrible skin issues that were like the eczema and then, or some, you know, neuro like, yeah. And that's what I tell people with children. What I, what I have seen, and this is my anecdotal experience is in the vast middle part of the population, right? From the early 20s, you know, up into the 40s, 50s, you have the autoimmune issues, mm-hmm. right? The immune system began, is depleted and it can't fight off. You get all the conditions. In children, they have stronger immune systems, mm-hmm. right? So they, yeah, they will exhibit skin issues if they, you know, mold colonies and mold allergies are different than these toxin poisonings, right? Mm-hmm. But the toxins, because they disrupt the nervous system, because the body's in fight or flight. Every cell is in a defense response. It's fighting, trying to get rid of these toxins. So your whole body your whole under body attack. is, is under attack. Your body, yeah. Right. And you're living in that attack mm-hmm. environment and you have no idea. Mm-hmm. And, and it's hard enough for an adult to have the awareness in their body to be able to understand what's happening. For a child, it's impossible. Yeah. So what happens is that disruption in the nervous system creates panic disorders, anxiety right? And which leads to depression. What I tell people is children don't naturally develop these types of mental illnesses, yeah, right? We have normalized, we've these normalized it and we and put like, them on. When did these become normal? Exactly. Like exactly. That's the crazy thing is I'm like the medication now for all, the, like most people are on medication. Most yep. people have a skin issue, yep. depression or anxiety or any of these things. I, I'm just like, Everyone I know is on something, yes. you know, like... Because they're all treating the symptoms of these toxin poisoning. Yes. The best way to understand whether... This is the first question I ask someone. Go on a vacation. Yeah. Do you feel better? I always did. That's how you know. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's such a simple thing to think about, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I feel great. My energy comes back when I'm on vacation. That's because it's the building yeah. that's poisoning you. Yeah. 
That's so I, 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 I don't know where exactly my mold came from. I did have one flood and then also where my old office was in San Francisco, there was a leak that would always happen yep. every, you know, winter yep. and who knows? I mean, I was sitting at my desk for eight hours, yep. you know, with that, with probably mold. There's a lot of old buildings in San Francisco. And then you even think like, so yeah, for buildings like in New Orleans where it's constantly flooding or by a beach or somewhere where there's just, or the water. Here's what's interesting. A lot of people associate mold with those types of environments, right? The South, right? The, the, the Northwest, the Northeast, because there's lots of moisture. It's dark in the winter. And that's true. Mold grows naturally more in those environments. However, some of the worst cities for toxic buildings are actually Los Angeles, mm. Las Vegas, desert conditions. Oh, Here's why. Really? In Las Vegas, it's because the water is hard. So it erodes the pipes and leaks happen inside the home because we're not, we're talking about microclimates. We're not talking about the, the environmental climate of that geography. So in Los Angeles, what happens every time it rains? Everything floods because the buildings don't have to be up to those codes. You can't have a building in Louisiana that floods like that because Mm. mold would overtake the building. So there's a lot more attention placed to fix water damage. Whereas in Los Angeles, every landlord comes and paints over it. Here's what happens every January. The rains come in. You get that one big rain of the year. Everything floods. February, March everyone's autoimmune issues flare up. Everyone's allergies flare up. It's a toxin reaction from the toxin bloom that's happening in the buildings that was caused by those water damage incidents. Wow. I never even thought about that. Why they're like people's allergies are so yep. bad at that time. Yep. Wow. It's insane. So do you see a lot of, do you see a lot of clients or patients? Like how do you know uh, so many people that have had mold issues? Well, there in mold remediation, um, there has been no solution for this problem, right? Mold remediation, anybody who's gone through a mold issue in their home knows it's incredibly expensive. There are so many charlatans using, honestly, using chemicals that once you develop a sensitivity, you develop a generalized sensitivity. So you become sensitized to all chemicals. So you can't use quaternary ammonium salts, bleaches, right? So these chemicals often cause the problem. It's, there wasn't a good solution. And the best remediators who really wanted to solve the problem could do a good job of getting the mold out of the building. But oftentimes what research has shown is when that mold remediator comes in and sets up a containment around that area where the mold is, they rip the mold out. But remember, this is a defense mechanism. This is a living, breathing organism that has been around longer than we have. So when you attack it, what do you think it's doing? It's releasing those chemicals. The highest concentration of mycotoxins in those buildings is actually around the containment areas where the mold remediator does its work. And those mold remediators often don't even address the main issue, which is the HVAC system, because it's not localized to that one area. It's spread throughout the whole house. It's growing on your coils. How many people have, most people have never even thought about cleaning their ducts. That's where the mold grows and it's spreading it around the house. So there was no solution to get rid of the mycotoxins. Our companies developed that solution. We have patented and developed the first protocol that will treat the entire building envelope to not just handle the mold, but it will remove the toxin out of the building. So for that reason, we work with sick people. Those are the people who come to us. That's why I see so many people who have these issues. And frankly, once you put these glasses on, you'll see it 
everywhere. You'll see every person in your life who's sick. You'll see the way that they live and you'll begin to recognize it. So that began to happen in my life where I would run into people, friends of mine. It became a party trick almost. I'd meet people who'd had years long chronic illness, had been to every doctor. And I'd ask them that one question. When you go on a vacation, you feel better? They say, yeah, ask a couple more questions. And we found the water damage. We've, it's lined up with when the symptoms started. And all of a sudden, they have an entire picture of what's happened to them and why their treatment hasn't been working for all those years. And then do you see most of these people get better? Well, we handle the building. Yeah. But yes. And, and oftentimes, we have a... In fact, I got a text just this morning about this. Um, we have a lot of solutions. We have chemical solutions that, that get rid of the toxin out of the building. It's an entire protocol, which we can talk about. But we also have some products and devices to maintain that environment. And one of these is a particular type of ionization. It's a brand new technology called multi-cluster ionization. And this, we have this in a unit called our chaos unit. This is an air purifier that has a filter in it. Um, It has a PCO, but it has this ionization. And there's two types of air purification. There's passive, meaning you have to draw the air into the device to remove the particulates. And then there's active. And active sends ions out into the building, right, to break down VOCs, to take particulates out of the air, and to kill mold and break down toxins. So this one device, people who are sick, you know, there's stages that you can do. Some people can't truly afford to really fix the problem. So we say, okay, here's, here's band-aids. Here's a bigger band-aid. And this is a great band-aid because you put this in the home, and now you've got this bubble of protection around you. I recommended this to... This was a good friend of mine. She had been sick for years and years and years, had done everything, couldn't figure it out. And we had one conversation and it just clicked and she realized it. So she bought one of these devices and she texted me this morning. She goes, first night I woke up, I didn't have my stuffy nose anymore. My sinuses cleared up. So oftentimes we see that overnight because you don't understand the impact that that building is having on Mm. that. We've had people who... That was just with the air filter? That was just with the purifier. That's not even our solution. That's just, let me, let me just try and fix the air in the building for, for one night. Right. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to go, there's so many questions I have. <laughs> but I mean, for even like my building, we'll start there, I yeah. guess. So I moved into a nice new building here in Marina Del Rey. And all of a sudden I got mold on the sides where my tub, like the shower tub was. And I'm like, okay, I think this is mold. They came out, they cut out all the everything. They put the fans. Mm-hmm. Redid, redid it all a few days later after they fanned it out. Looks like all the mold's gone, right? Like I even expect, inspected it with like the, just the wood, mm-hmm. nothing. A few months later, I see black mold again in the same spot. And I'm making sure like I have no water, you know, splashing in that area or anything. And the mold is back. And so, and they, so I called them again and they said, this has happened to a lot of their units and they're trying to find a solution. This is what they just told me on the phone too, because they're like, we are trying to find a permanent solution because I think they've been doing this over and over and it's coming back. So we need to connect and you need to take care of these apartments. It's a huge building complex. So this is a a great solution because it's not going away. I'm like, yes. And that's the problem. So I'll back up a little bit and kind of tell you how we started the company. Okay. Um, I, 
you know, we just got to know each other yeah. and so this is a fun conversation. A few days ago yeah. last weekend. So. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people meet me and I'm, they think I'm a chemist or they think I've been in the mold, but I know that's why I'm, I'm like, are you a scientist? Because no. the way okay. I was a musician, I was okay. in the music industry. I was an artist. I was a songwriter and a producer. I did music for, wow. for many, many years until one day my co-founder and business partner, um, who, uh, had a marketing agency. He had a client who was selling this little mold spray and he had all these clients. Oh, it's water resistant. It'll last for 25 years and no mold will ever grow. And, I didn't know anything about chemicals at that point, but I looked at the product and I said, well, if half of what he's saying is true, there's nothing like this. Because the problem with mold, why it's so prevalent in our buildings, is that there are many chemicals that will kill mold. Many of them are toxic, but they will kill mold as well. The issue is that once you kill that mold, as soon as water comes back, it washes that chemical right away. And water is what make mold grow. So there's no way to prevent mold from growing. You can, it's firefighting. It's doing exactly what they're doing in that building. They can come clean it up, pay a, a lot, lot of money, money. to yeah. do that, and then yeah. they got to do it in a few more months. Yeah. So this this is our smart polymer coating. This is this was our revolutionary discovery and a technology that we've introduced to the industry. This is a invisible, abrasion resistant, can't rub it off, and water resistant coating. You can spray it on everything from your grout lines to your slippery sidewalks to your outdoor furniture, inside wall cavities. I even put it on my clothes because what it creates is an invisible barrier on that surface or on the fabric fiber. And it, it contains um, EPA registered, very safe antimicrobials wow. that become activated by moisture. So when moisture comes or high humidity even comes in contact with that coating, the coating is a smart polymer, meaning that it responds. It opens up and it becomes super active. So that if a mold spore or something lands on that surface, it's inhibited and it can't grow on the coating. So within buildings, right, this is our solution to pre-treat buildings to once you do that job, right? Okay, you've got mold, you clean it up, now you spray the coating down and that mold won't grow back. If you use it, say, outside of your home, It'll last for about two years, rain, weather, the whole thing. If you use it inside of your home, um, our professional service gives a 10-year warranty on it, but it'll last for 25 years. So if your home floods, if there's moisture, you're not going to get any regrowth in that area. So did you have, uh, is your partner, did he, he, is he a chemist? Or? No. He, no. Um, <laughs> my first hire, the universe brought me, Aww. I call him uh, my Swiss love, army knife. Uh, he, he was a, he's a polymer chemist. He has 30 plus years in polymer uh, formulation and manufacturing. He worked at, uh, developed some of the adhesives for the largest HVAC manufacturers. He's a general contractor. He really understood, he understands all of the pieces that go into this problem. Wow. And he was my first hire. And when we started the company, you know, we had, we said, oh, well, we can prevent mold. We're going to save the world. <laughs> and <Yes>. Really quickly, <laughs> we realized, hmm, it's a little bit more complicated than that. This problem is very difficult to solve. It's the reason why you have a billions and billions of dollars of these industries that haven't been able to solve it and you can't do it with one product. So for the, the next two and a half years, he and I went on a giant R&D project. We looked at technologies, different um, chemicals. We studied mold and mycotoxins because still up to this point, 
The EPA doesn't talk about mycotoxins. The mold remediation industry doesn't talk about mycotoxins. There's no belief that these toxins even exist in the air. And the reason is because there wasn't a way to test for them in the air until this year. Mm. Equipment just came out that can test now in the air. And we're finding them everywhere. So we knew this was the problem, even though the industry didn't believe it, because we were talking to doctors. And doctors were finding them everywhere. And we knew they had to be growing, they had to be released into the air. They're common in our foods. They're heavily regulated in the food industry, how we ingest Mm -hmm. them. But it's never been put, there's never been any attention placed within the air in our buildings. So... Over those next two and a half years, we brought in two other chemicals, which I want to talk about because they're fantastic. We put them into a protocol, developed, there's other hardware, and I'll explain kind of how this works, what you do when you have this problem. But this is the first system that can remove these toxins. And one of our particular chemicals is the first chemical. Sorry. My gratitude alarm. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, One of these chemicals is the first chemical that's been proven to actually break down a mycotoxin. No other chemicals will do that. Wow. Yeah. So that was really kind of how I got into it. And, you know, by the end of two and a half years and working with a chemist, I, I, what I like to say is, because I'm a musician, I say I'm an armchair chemist, meaning I'm like your uncle who plays guitar, right, at Thanksgiving. He's got that one song he can play. And if you ask him to play that song, he'll play it and sing it. And, but if you ask him to play anything else, right, he can't do it. <laughs> That's how I am. I understand our chemistry very well, um, but I'm not a chemist. Okay, okay, just with mold. <laughs> just, yes, exactly. <laughs> or mycotoxins, we'll say. <laughs> so how did you get rid of your mold? And did you do a blood test, a urine, uh, what yes. did you do? So I'm actually in the middle of this right now, you know, as... As detoxing? As detoxing. Okay, yes. okay. As kind of embarrassing as it is to admit to myself, I discovered this problem in this building um, that we lived in because I saw the symptoms in everyone did who lived in the building. Did everyone have those symptoms? Everyone. Some did you much, have skin issues? Did you... What were, your, what were your symptoms? So my symptoms in that building primarily were... Um, anxiety. I developed mm. intense anxiety. I wound up getting an Adderall prescription, which I, cause I couldn't focus. I couldn't, it was actually what made me transition from being a musician to focusing on the company because I got to the point where I couldn't finish songs anymore. I couldn't focus. And you know, I thought, Oh, it's writer's block. It's my creativity has gone. I'm burned out. And I, and stress, stress, People right? Are like, Oh, I was so stressed. And it developed into anxiety. Exactly. And then I have panic attacks. And, and then you begin to judge yourself for that. Oh, I'm not as good as I, it, it, it compounds on itself. Mm-hmm. And it took me, I mean, it was honestly about a month ago for the first time where I was able to look in the mirror and say, okay, I've been showing all these other people how they're sick, but I never really took a look at myself. So in that building, it was the mental health issues, but I'd also had some long-term issues, histamine reactions in my skin. Mm-hmm. I had, I'd had skin issues that developed in my early twenties, mm-hmm. which was probably due to an exposure in the dorm room that mm-hmm. I lived in, you know, going to college. And so these things persist, right? And you don't really pay attention to them. They flare up sometimes and you don't know why, right? So these things had been happening to me. I'd be, I had developed some other issues that were a little bit more subtle. So a lot of what I had been doing, I, I worked with, um, Laura, who was on that panel, who does the, oh. screen. she, 
has blown me away with what she does. Oase is another one I'm working with. So great. he's fantastic. He knows so everything about the microbiome, yes. mold, parasites. And all of it, right? And that's <laughs> I made a little reel and he's like, if you're not pulling worms out of your butt, I'm like, <laughs> okay. I love you. <laughs> yes. He gets it. Hey, he and I work together because, you know, as we start on this journey, I begin to talk to a lot of these people who were treating the chronic illnesses. And he was one of the most brilliant people that I came across who really understood this problem. We connected because he wanted to understand the building biology. He's so great. Oh, he's so great. So, you know, I can tell you what I'm doing right now and I'm in the beginning stages, but for me, it's really about understanding what's happening in my body. There's a lot of protocols out there. There's a lot of supplements. They can work. They can be good for different people, but every biology is different. Every body is different. Every person is different, Mm -hmm. right? So what works for one person won't work for another person. Also, we live in a world of authority systems. And one of those authority systems is the medical system. They tell you what's wrong with you. They give you the diagnosis and they tell you the pill to take. Mm -hmm. They don't really understand your body right? Yeah. They're not getting to the root cause. They look at a symptom and say, here's a medication or something. If you want to heal yourself, you have to heal yourself. Yeah. You have to take agency. You have to listen to your own intuition, Mm -hmm. your own voice. That's true of your body. That's also true of your building. Your landlord is not going to admit (laughs) that 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 mold is making you sick. Your doctor is not going to Admit, yeah, he's not going to understand. There's a few out there, there's but some, yeah, right? there's some, but right? the majority. But for the majority, if you're going yeah. to a Western doctor yeah. who's trying to treat the symptom, yeah, your labs are going to look fine, yeah, right. And, and they do the minimum the too. They, they do, do the, the minimum. minimum, so it's like a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm good, you know, I'm I'm overweight, I'm exhausted, I have skin issues, but my labs are good." I'm like, okay, first of all, they're doing the bare minimum too, <laughs> right? And so clearly, you're not good. I you know. are sick. Do not accept that. Exactly. Yeah. So it is really the first step is agency. And so for me, that has been, I need to understand my own body. I need to understand what's happening inside of me, where the inflammation is in my organs, Mm -hmm. what's happening in my body, because healing oftentimes is not complicated. Yeah. It's very simple. The things are simple. Now they're hard to do. It's hard to give that up. Sometimes it's hard for us to give up the things that make us sick. Yeah. But when you know what will make you well, that is how you can begin to heal yourself. So this epidermal screening, which Laura has helped, has been transformative for me. It was the first time where I developed a yoga practice. You know, I began to develop these things in my life, these disciplines that helped me to get better, to break a lot of the coping mechanisms that developed in my brain, the addictions, right? The mm-hmm. medications that mm-hmm. I, that became incorporated into my life, which turned into patterns. That was the first thing I had to address. I knew my body pretty well. I know my body pretty well. When I sat down with her and she told me what was happening in my body, it confirmed everything. She found every little symptom, even things that I wasn't even paying attention to. Like, okay. I get a runny nose I when I eat. I need to work with her. You absolutely <laughs> need to work with her. So I'll give a quick, because I'm, I'm so hot on this right now because yeah. it's been so helpful, but I'll tell you how this works. So she measures with a device the biophoton output of the organs and the organ systems of your body. Mm. Our bodies are light. All five of our bodies are light down to our physical body. This is just the most dense version of the light. And they give off photons. By measuring the frequency of those photons, you can tell where there's inflammation. And you can even tell what causes the inflammation. I'll give you an example. 
um, she, you hold a, a copper handle, mm-hmm. which creates a circuit, and she holds a pin. And all she does is places that pin on various points of your meridians and can read the biophoton output of your liver, your heart, your endocrine system, your mm-hmm. nervous system. And what we found was I had different issues, but my main issue was in my liver. Mm. And here's the brilliance. Okay, there's inflammation, but there's many things that could cause that inflammation. There's many types of toxins, right? There's, many, there's, bacteria, there's mi- microbial toxins, bacteria, molds, viruses. There's mycotoxins. There's metals, right? Parasites. Every substance is a certain frequency of light, which means mold is a certain frequency of light. Bacteria, specific species of these molds are specific frequencies. So because she understood my exposure, I told her I thought it was mold, she went to the frequency for aspergillus, a mold species. And when she put that frequency onto the liver meridian, the inflammation in my liver went back into alignment. Now, I'm a musician. Here's how I can explain that. A C chord, right? C, E, and G. Those are the notes that make a C chord. Those are also mathematical ratios of waves, of sound waves. Those ratios are Fibonacci ratios. They're the construction of the universe. When they are in proportion to one another, that's harmony. That's health, right? When the E goes sharp, it's still a C chord, but ooh, it... There's oh, dissonance. I like this analogy. <laughs> right? I think that's easier for people it to is. understand. It is. Yeah. There's, it, there's dissonance in the cord. There's disease in the organ, in the system, in the body. So just like you would tune a guitar peg to bring that E back into harmony, you can measure that distance. And when she took the aspergillus frequency and put it onto my liver, it pulled that major third back into harmony. That's how she knew that it was mold inflammation. Wow. So here's the mind-blowing part. (laughs) Okay? Okay, this is different than my journey, so I'm all about this. (laughs) This is the treatment. Every morning, I eat five little balls of sugar that have been programmed with the specific light frequency that my body needs, that my liver needs in order to regenerate a healthy cell. Because all disease, all disease is... Wait, where are you getting these sugars from? She, after we did this session... What? She poured them into a little bottle and put them on the machine. And in about four minutes, with electromagnetic frequency, she programmed the sugar with that light. Now, that sounds like magic. Two days into eating the sugar, my runny nose has stopped. Two days. What? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm on day six or seven at this point. Yeah. I was going to ask you how long. Yes. Okay. But it is, it is unbelievable. And I'm so excited. (laughs) We were texting each other late last night because as soon as I saw this, right, I said, wait, this can be done in the building. You can measure all of these things have frequencies. Yeah. And that's some of the things that we're working on now, how to measure buildings with frequencies. Wow. Now, one thing I want to say about this is that all disease starts, it, there's only one cause, toxins. There are, multiple, there are many types of toxins, right? And they're not all physical toxins. Sometimes they're environmental toxins. I'm sorry, emotional toxins, mm, right? Mm-hmm. That cause traumas. Yeah. But all toxins come from the environment. The toxin creates a deficiency. 
The organism, the cell, the human being, the organ, is missing something that it needs because of the toxin. Everything wants to survive. Everything wants to live. So what does the organism, the organ, or the human being do? They adapt. They adapt their behavior to make up for the deficiency. Adaptation, when you can't get toxins out, when you can't get out of a toxic environment, what does a child do who has an abusive mother? They adapt their behavior so that they can survive in the environment, mm. right? The cell adapts its behavior so that it can survive in the environment. Adaptation over time leads to mutation. The cell reproduces, <sighs> passes on the mutation to its offspring. The child grows up, doesn't get rid of the adaptative behavior that the mother caused, that the, that the mother caused in the deficiency. So it passes along through literally the child's the, the genes to its offspring. Yeah. And it continues, right? Mutation leads to the symptom. The symptom is actually your body's ability to heal itself. My runny noses, which were connected to my large intestine, which is one of the things that we're working on, is the thing of least consequence that my body will give up to continue so that I can continue to function. So really, all healing right, happens on a quantum level, and that's what this treatment does. Now, in general philosophy, what I like to say, right, I'm focused on the building. You can't get rid of these toxins, you can't fix the mutation until you change the environment. Hmm. You have to fix the environment first and foremost. Because if you're in the environment, the adaptation does not stop, which means the mutation continues. Mm-hmm. At best, most doctors are just treating the symptoms. And like At you, worst. You were saying like when you travel and you feel better, you automatically, it's like it's the, the environment. environment. It's the environment. We live in that. Yes. Like, and your cells are constantly regenerating, right? Yeah. Your body, yeah. the intelligence is it there. It wants to heal. It wants to heal. Yeah. It's trying to heal. Yeah. It's sending you all of the signals. I know. I know. Telling you it needs to heal. Yeah. Right? That's why when it's people struggle for so long and Years and years and years I trying know. to get better. Spending so much Spending money. Spending so much money, right? And, and oftentimes, mm-hmm. it can happen like that. Yeah. Or you can start to see the turn like that. Mm-hmm. It's really about giving your body what it needs. And that begins with creating the environment around yourself. Yeah. So that your body can heal itself. And that even goes with, you know, chemicals we put on our body or ingest exactly. in our body. So it's like, you know, give your body what it needs and stay away needs. from all the toxins. Yes. Including mycotoxins. Including mycotoxins. <laughs> all of it. So have you done, like for me, I did ozone. Mm-hmm. I know like sauna, sweating yep. is huge. So have you done those things? Um, or th- I have not, but those are all things that I see uh, my... people do okay. that help with success. Sweating is big. Yeah, sweating, sweating is, is sweating huge. is how I, you get toxins. Out. I even uh, higher dose. They just sent out, a, you know, some letter that I I don't know if she's one of the founder co-founders or, but saying how she had mold and then that was she was using yeah. it every day and her levels are basically gone now just yep. by a sauna. So a sauna yeah. is huge. That's why I have it's an huge. infrared sauna yep. that I the higher dose and I just I love it. Um, yeah. And working out too. You can sweat working out. Yep. And that moves the <laughs> lymphatic fluid. Yeah. I mean, what we like, what I like to say is when you kind of start a general protocol, a lot of people can just start sweating. They can get out of the environment and their body can get rid of it. But again, if you're in that cohort of people 
who can't methylate properly. Yeah. It's difficult. So typically what you want to do first is you want to open up the pathways, mm-hmm. right? You want to get the lymphatic system moving, right? Make sure you're having bowel movements. You can urinate. You can sweat. Yeah. Because that's the way your body gets out. Mm-hmm. Because when you start to use things like binders, right, to mm-hmm. do these parasite cleanses, oftentimes you can get a Herxmeyer reaction, right? The body will flush the toxins, and if they get stuck, if they can't get out, Just you'll get really sick. So yeah, right? yeah. Yep, because your body stores all of those toxins. It's it. People are not even, people do not even realize binders are so important for detoxing. And whenever I mention charcoal or clay, people think I'm crazy. And I'm like, this is a, this is something that I think most people should be taking because we're always surrounded by toxins and ingesting toxins and parasites or whatever. And I know people in this industry that always use a binder. I mean, it's just like, we need it. Like we just, we're not in a healthy environment, especially in LA and our water and everything. Yes. Yeah. So. Binders, binders are key because we, because of the environments we live in, and especially if we have these markers, we need that help. Yeah. So once you start getting those out, right, you remove the toxins and the parasites because, well, I'll get back to that. That final <laughs> stage, right, is the cellular health. And what I see a lot is people who, they go to, they go to doctors who know how to get them better. They get to about 80 to 85% of the way there. That final 15% can be really difficult because now you're dealing not as much with the toxins, but it's the memory of the adaptation. This is actually the psychosomatic. It's the upper bodies that are sick. It's still mm. sick. And we're sick in our mind. We're, we mm. still are connected to I know, and attached to the I think that's the hardest the one yeah. is, is to reprogram. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, especially in the anxiety and everything, it's very yes. hard to get over that. And, and it is. And when, when you've been sick for that long, and this is the, I, I have personally experienced and witnessed miraculous healings in people. And every time there's something that happens, that person comes face to face with their sickness as their identity. And they realize in this mm-hmm. moment of terror mm-hmm. that they don't actually know who they are without that sickness. Wow. You're so right. And people just, it's like becomes them becomes and they them. don't. Yeah. And you can see that in people, especially people who are sick. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And this is, I love Dispenza and Bruce Lipton and epigenetics. And this is really this epigenetic loop. When we experience these symptoms, right? Those symptoms create behaviors. Those behaviors create realities in the world. The reality is our environment, which then becomes the input signal again. Mm -hmm. So this loop develops. And when people stay sick, what happens is they build a story around their sickness. Mm -hmm. They surround themselves with sick people. They project their identity of being sick into the world. And they create that reality. And then anyone who tries to tell them Right, because other people can see it. They see, oh, everyone hates me. Oh, I don't, I, I don't deserve to be here. I'm anxious all the time. No one. It becomes a self fulfilling prophecy because they are actually the ones who create that reality, and that is a bitter pill to swallow. And then they become isolated. They become as isolated, well, right? Just and you can't speak to that person. And any speaking to that person, it confirms the story. No one understands me. No, that is the spiritual sickness, mm-hmm. and. That is something that, you know, for me, that's where I actually think that these, that the, 
the upper body healings, the psychedelic therapy, right? Psychedelics are tremendous for that type of healing. Mm-hmm. They help to reorient the ego, to reorient the view of the self, mm-hmm. to break this, right? Kind of expand your typical exactly. thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, that took the health at a whole nother level (laughs) because it is something where people get really sick and they can't get out of this cycle. And it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? So I'm going to say, go back to parasites because you mentioned parasites. Yeah. This is something that's interesting because, you know, when we started, I, I didn't understand all of this around chronic health and parasites. We were solving a mold problem in a building. Yeah. But what I really quickly learned is that once these toxins get into the body, they deplete the electrical energy of the cells, right? So your cells it's, can't create as much ATP. They're eating the nutrients from They're you. eating the nutrients. Yeah. That the mold does, so, right? Yeah. And parasites. And parasites. I just did a whole podcast of parasites with this, yes. this woman who has her own company that she started because she had such bad parasites, yeah. health issues, and now she has a whole supplement protocol for it. <laughs> but it was like, you know, depleting her nutrients, causing mental yes. issues, like everything, skin, just like... So parasites are another thing where people just don't think of. And they she don't. mentioned something, too, yeah. where you should see them because if not, they're just sticking in you. They're just staying in you. So it's good to actually see them come out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And those parasites get there because when you have a toxin exposure, right? A parasite's a living organism. A toxin is not living, but it takes the energy. It disrupts the electro the electrical current of the cell. Mm-hmm. That's what depletes the energy. When the energy is depleted, the immune system becomes depleted. When the immune system is depleted, now you get the co-infections. Now the mold colony grows. Yeah. Now the parasites show now up. Now the bacteria. Other issues now the other start issues compounding develop. because you have a yes. low immune system and you have in constant inflammation. Yes. And parasites, well, let me say one other thing. The way that that happens is chemistry. The electrical energy. Are you sure you're not a chemist? (laughs) I'm an armchair chemist. (laughs) The electrical energy of the cell, there's a positive and a negative charge, right? Our Mm. body is a a field of polarity between two energies, electricity and magnetism. That's the electromagnetic field of our body. Mm -hmm. The, The magnet field is our emotional body. The electrical field is our physical body. So when the electric, Mm. when the electricity is depleted, what happens is hydrogen increases. Hydrogen is also, I'm sorry, hydrogen is related to two other polarities, which are analogous to the electromagnetic field, acidity and base. pH means potential hydrogen. The more hydrogen in our body, the more acidic our body becomes. Hmm. Acidity in the body, that's why alkaline in these diets, this is what these alkaline diets do. They lower the acidity of the body. Biomagnetism does the same thing by moving hydrogen around with the magnetic current. But as hydrogen increases, that creates the environment for these organisms to grow. Now back to parasites. Parasites, and we see this in all other animals. There are countless examples of this parasites controlling the behavior of the host. Very famously, it happens in a parasite that exists in rats. It gets into the brain of rats and it turns a rat's fear of cats into an attraction. So the rat goes to the cat and the cat eats it because guess where the second stage of the parasite's larva has to happen? In the stomach of the cat. Same thing happens with crickets. Crickets get a worm. There are certain types of crickets that get a worm that makes them jump into the water. Crickets are afraid of water. Why do you always see the crickets jumping in the water? 
It's a parasite. Now, that parasite only existed like about... that parasite movie. <laughs> yeah. But it really happens. It I really even happens. had a friend where there's one where I guess it can start... They call it like the eating brain parasite yep. in water. And so she yeah. was in Mexico. Had, an amoeba, and if yeah. you don't take care of it within three days, it can just... Yes. Yeah. And yeah. people, I'm like, parasites are deadly. They are. Like, uh, they can do a lot to your and, brain. <laughs> like, and most parasites actually aren't deadly because they don't want to be deadly right? They want that host to adopt behaviors that help that parasite live and survive. So why do you think, what, what, if, if we can observe in crickets that a worm makes them jump into the water because it releases neurotransmitters into the cricket's brain mm-hmm. that mimic its thoughts and its feelings to make it behave a certain way, why do you think when people get sick with parasites, they sit inside and they want darkness and they don't they want to avoid people they they don't want to leave the environment yeah they These, create a biofilm and just stick exactly in you i exactly. know and so that's why they're also very difficult to get out very because difficult. people aren't thinking to get rid of the biofilm first then kill the parasite then you need a binder to flush it out of your body so it's like a whole process that people are not thinking you can't just take like an herb and and get rid yep. of that parasite or even the mold you know <laughs> Yep. I feel like this is a movie where we're just like mold <laughs> parasites because like, like, <laughs> they're gonna take over your brain. <laughs> I know it's it's a little overwhelming sometimes for people and they like don't I know, understand it. I know. Then, but uh, I'm like uh, like you know people have eczema. Yeah. I'm like maybe you know they're taking medication, they're scratching, they're getting blood everywhere, or whatever. I've heard, I've heard horrible stories. I mean, yep. this could be mold toxicity, which Absolutely. has been common. I heard a whole podcast he's famous for mold works with um a lot of children this has happened so many times where he found out it was the mold and as soon as they got rid of the mold in this children all these symptoms just went away and he works with you know families that are the you know parents that have tried everything and then this was their last resort mold done. And he discovered this because he's, you know, years ago, he's like, no one was testing this. And he realized that this was an issue for a lot of uh, children as well. So it's not just, you know, in adults, it's happening in children where it helps so many people like get away from autism or these things where it's like, yeah. So anyways, (laughs) I guess we can go on and on about mold. So yeah. So when did your company, we'll get back to your company. Yeah. <laughs> when did it launch? How many people are you starting to work with the hotels or anything? Yeah. Um, how can people reach you? What's, you know, are you completely, when did, yeah. Tell us yeah. your whole thing. Absolutely. So we've been around for about three years. Okay. Um, we really just brought this solution to the market this year. And, you know, this is a, this is probably a, a good way to wrap up and kind of tell people, you know, okay, I'm sick, I've got mold, what do I do, right? We help people in a couple of different ways. So we have developed a solution for this in a building. So if you have this problem in your building, we have professional protocols. So if you have a mold remediator who's coming in to do mold remediation, we equip that remediator with the right chemicals and tools, the right training and protocol, so that not only are they taking care of the mold, but they're getting that chemical out of the building. Mm -hmm. So we work with a lot of people that way who call us. We work with a lot of remediators. We work within the industry. Um, we've, we released a, a, a pretty revolutionary white paper this year, um, research that we did 
describing how this protocol works, that's being introduced to the industry. We also have created a scaled down version of this solution for DIYers, for people who don't have the budget to call that professional, who just need something, right, to kind of help that environment. And I'll, I'll give you kind of a quick rundown of that solution and how it works. So the first step, there's three main steps. The first step is a chemical called hypochlorous acid. Now, you hear acid, you think, oh, hypochlorous acid, your body actually makes. Your white blood cells are generating it. It's what it uses to fight off infections and pathogens. Hypochlorous acid is hundreds of times more powerful than bleach. At our, this version of our hypochlorous acid is. However, I nebulize it. It's actually one of the things I do in my protocol. Yes, if you have mold, take care of... Yes, everything through the nose. Yes, it's, it's growing in the lungs and the reservoirs, right? So this chemical we not only use in, it can be used in the building, but there are now studies coming out showing how it actually works in the body. So this is the chemical that breaks down the mycotoxin in the building. So that first step, and this is very cost effective, you fog the whole building with that you chemical. You do what? You fog the chemical into the building. You can take a fogger. Okay. And it will create like a mist. And that okay. mist gets on all the surfaces, right? It breaks down uh, those toxins. Okay, okay. So you would do that first? Yep, you do that okay. first. Then the so second... should I be doing this for my bathroom? For your whole apartment. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm kind yeah, of like... Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> okay. So after, we, after you do that, there's another step. And there's another chemical called chlorine dioxide. Now, a lot, some biohackers will know this chemical because many of them drink it. It's a, it is one of the most powerful oxidative chemicals there are. It's what they used um, to clear out the anthrax after the attacks in Washington. Mm. It can be in both a liquid form, which is what they drink, and a gas form. Now, you can't breathe the gas in, right? You can breathe hypochlorous acid mist in, but you can't breathe chlorine dioxide gas. We have a patented delivery system. So they're little packets. You put them in all the rooms and add water. That creates gas. You seal up the building and leave for 12 hours. And that air, that gas gets into the carpets, behind the walls. It breaks down the VOCs, the odors, the toxins. So if I'm living in an apartment where there's you know, other apartments around mm -hmm. me, do I need to block it off? Or yes, can, you would probably have to work with. You, you would want to make sure there's, you know, no like shared you air. You'd want to close all uh, yes. all the gaps. And yeah, everything. you'd want to work with your landlord to do that. Okay. This step, right? Okay. Now, okay. for people in apartments, a lot of times we just say, at the very least, just fog. Right? Yeah. But ultimately, you you really you want to gas as well. Okay. This is also a great thing for your car. We don't understand the exposures mm. we get in our cars. Just put a packet in your car, close it up overnight, right? It'll get back into the the AC and all that. So that's the second step. Then the third step is the smart polymer coating, right? Spray the coating on all the places where moisture appears, where that mold would regrow. Spray. It's just a spray. Oh, easy. Very easy. <laughs> there, there's the hypochlorous acid is a spray as well. It comes in a 32 ounce bottle. You can clean with it every day because that's the ongoing protocol. You want to maintain that environment. Wait, how long does this take to get to my house? <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. They're about to cover it up. So <laughs> yes. Like... <laughs> you, then you want to spray that before they come. Uh, okay. Okay. Yep. I need this. Yep. So after you run the protocol, now you want to maintain that environment. You can do that by cleaning with hypochlorous acid. It's in a fantastic cleaner. I, it's the only chemical I use in my house because it's so safe and so effective. Wow. And then the air purification, like we talked about, our chaos unit, the multi-cluster ionization, that, gives, that purifies the air, sends out these giant ions that break all these odors and toxins and mold down. So that's really the steps which that I Which you have on your website, right? We have it all on our website, okay. yeah, which is 
superstratum.co. Okay. You can go to our shop. You can reach out to us. We've got a great team. You know, a lot of people really need help, right? They want to treat their building. I, I, right after the speaking engagement, I, a guy called me the next morning and said, I saw you speak. I've got the same issue. And within five minutes, he's like, send it all to my house. You know, he yeah. bought the whole protocol and the air filter. Um, so that's what we, I would recommend. And then again, I, I, a lot of people, by the time they get to that point, they're so depleted. Their body's depleted and their finances are depleted. Yeah. So we, you know, what we like to tell people is we are the Ferrari you're of finding, toxins and You're treatment. getting rid of the root cause we and are. then your body can heal, yes. you know? Yes. You know, we, we have the premier solution to remove these, but also we've got smaller versions. We want to give people steps that they can do if they can't really do what they need or if they live in an apartment building. Right where yeah. they don't have control over the, over that building and the and the treatment process. And people are not. I mean, can I spray this? Because you know, I've heard leaks behind refrigerators, or even my old doctor is very uh, careful with washers because it's like you get mold in those crevices yep. of the rubber, the front load washer. So he yep. said always clean that out, and there's specific cleaners. So another product you need to come out with. Well, you can use our <laughs> products for all those. Oh right? yeah, just a spray. It's just a spray. You can, one of the things that we, and everyone on our team does this, we use the hypochlorous acid and we clean that ring, and then we spray the coating on the ring. Mm. Now that's a really, it'll, you need to spray it maybe every week or two, right? Cause it'll wear off a lot faster in your washing machine, but it'll prevent that mold. And another thing for that, for people who are sensitized, the contents in their home, their clothing, their mattresses, right? These are the things that when you have a real mold issue, you burn it. People leave or the best yeah, you could do. A lot was, of people have left their homes yes. here and had to get it complete, you know, months be yes. out of their homes, make sure all the mold's gone. Yep. Yeah. It's a huge, it's huge like having a fire issue. Yeah. Right? The smoke ruins everything. Yeah. The, the, the chemical toxin gets I mean, in everything. Black, everyone I think knows black mold. Cause yep. it's just like, that is so, you know, it's, they know how horrible that is for our health, but just people don't realize like all this mold of the health issues. So. Yes. So you can use these same products to clean those contents. Mm. The hypochlorous acid, you can clean your clothing with it. You, if you want to leave, Every, you open up all the drawers when you gas and the building. And it can stick too. Where it's, I don't think. I, yeah. with, I knew a friend who had black mold in his apartment. He had to get rid of everything. His mm-hmm. couch is like all these things because it, it just yeah. will stick to yep. the fabric as well. Not anymore. Wow. Okay. I'm. I need all of it too. <laughs> I do not want mold in my life, and it seems very difficult to stay away from. <laughs> it's impossible to stay away from. That's why you have to be so diligent about our environments. Yeah. Well, okay. So everyone go buy his product because this is amazing, and mold is everywhere, I feel like. Um, we'll end this podcast with, I always end it with uh, three of your favorite biohacks, since this is Biohacker Whoa. Blondie podcast. <laughs> well, number one epidermal screening. That okay. Has so, been, and this was your first this, one. This was my first one. It, not to harp too much on it, but you only need one or two treatments. It, mm-hmm. it gives you what you need. So that, what I would say, number one, you know, I'll call this a biohack, but my yoga practice and meditation has been huge for me. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge for me. And again, this may be cheating. I'm, I'm actually not a big supplement guy. Um, however, sobriety 
has been huge for me. Mm. Like getting rid of the things that I'm putting in my body, those chemicals I'm putting in that are hurting me, alcohol, marijuana, all of those things. And not because those, they're necessarily bad things, but because for me, when I went on my healing journey, I had to eliminate that. Yeah. I had to really look at it. And I think that's a lot where people are not thinking alcohol to heal but it's like you if you keep ingesting, you can't. It's it's a toxin. Yeah, it is, and so and I and I don't really like to go to the extreme of anything. But I have really not been a fan of of drinks, of cocktails, or or alcohol lately. And I can just tell. I feel like I'm so in tune with my body recently that yeah. I notice if I do drink, I'm a little down the next day and it could just be one drink. And I like, I mean, of course the physical, it affects the physical, makes you bloated, like these things, cause it's causing inflammation It does, yeah. and we've normalized alcohol so much. And then when you stop, you're just like, kind of like, why was I doing that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, physical too, if you're in fitness, there's a lot of people, fitness instructors that don't drink cause they're like, I don't, you know, I know what this does to my body. So it's definitely, if you want to get, you know, pretty fit, you got to take out the alcohol, but also for the mind. Like exactly. I just don't feel that great. Like I'm, I feel like my happiness is pretty high compared to, mo- and then when I drink it, it brings it down a notch. I always notice. And I, I think any substance like that, they are the things that help you escape. Yeah, right? yeah. And so when you're trying to heal the light, the, the, the upper bodies, right? The, the spiritual sickness. Yeah. The clarity of mind to see your... Like, that has been the biggest thing for me, to step out of that haze and to go, oh, in sobriety, without these medications, right? Without yeah. the medicating, I have a different perspective of myself. Yeah. And that's been incredibly helpful. Oh, that is so beautiful. I'm so happy for you. Getting oh, rid of you. mold to stay. <laughs> Getting rid of the mold, yeah. That's great. And then you developed this amazing company. So and I'm so glad you came on my podcast yes, and taking the me. time out of your day. We're all very, very busy. So I can't thank you enough. Hopefully thank this you. gets out to so many people and helps so many people out there test for mold because it's probably one of the root causes of your health issues. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll I'll do I'll add this too. We'll I'll make a discount code for okay. any of your listeners who want to buy oh, a product. Awesome. So however you distribute that, you know, that'll be available to them as well. Okay, perfect. That would be great. I'll put that in the show notes. Awesome. So yes, thank you so much for coming. Thank I you. Hope you enjoyed this.